you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Conversations Podcast with your host, Kate. As always, I'm so excited to be back with you guys for another episode. I think we're at episode eight. Today, we're going to be talking about my wellness and kind of relationship with food journey, as well as how to create the best and most fulfilling life for yourself using what I've learned in the past. As always, if you are loving this podcast, be sure to leave a rate and review and follow our Instagram. It's at Conversations with Kate. And if you like me and you want to stay up to date with what I'm doing, be sure to follow my Instagram and my TikTok. They're both underscore Kate Pope underscore. I post a shit ton on there. Like, I love that TikTok. I have a love-hate relationship with it. Um, recently, it's been a hate relationship. Hasn't been doing me well, but I've still been posting. I've still been keeping up with the content and Instagram. I like to post daily stories, and that is a good place to see my daily outfits as well as my links to my favorite things. As we start off every week, I'm going to let you guys know what my gratitude of the week is. This week, really exciting. I am really grateful for myself getting out of my comfort zone. I am a really shy person, and I do like to stay in my routine. I don't love to switch it up. And this week, I think I've done a really good job at getting out of my comfort zone, going to events that I would normally rather stay home and kind of making myself be social and get out there. I've been really trying to get myself to wake up early. I've been trying to eat a lot healthier and kind of push myself beyond like my comfort boundaries. So I'm really grateful for that. Along the lines of social things, I feel like I've been really into trying to make new friends and trying to put myself out there. I have really bad social anxiety. So like in social situations, I kind of shut down a little bit, but I've been trying to kind of face my fears and push myself to get out there and make new friends. And you guys, I got invited to my first ever Revolve event. I cannot believe it. If you would have told me two years ago that I was getting invited to a Revolve event, I would have said, shut the front door. I don't believe you. I remember I was in high school for senior prom. I was looking at Revolve and I wanted this dress so bad. And I remember being like, Revolve is just so cool. Like, it's just, I'm not cool enough for it. I can't afford it. Blah, 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 blah. I know I said I hate manifesting, but I'm bringing it back. I actually am starting to like it. After I listened to the podcast episode and I realized I manifest a shit ton, I manifested it and I worked towards it. And like getting that email, I was like in shock. So in my head, I was like, there's no way. Like I'm not cool enough. I can't believe it. But the little issue is, is I would have to go by myself. It's tomorrow, Tuesday. I'm filming this on a Monday night. And I'm nervous because for me, that's like the first day of school, but like the first day of school with like insanely cool people that I look up to. So I am definitely like, part of me just wants to like, just say I got invited and like be happy and stay home. But I like, no, I really want to go. I really want to do this. I really want to meet new people, put myself out there. And the speakers of the event are insane. And it's just like exciting. Like little Kate would have like loved this and little Kate would have been so mad if I don't go tomorrow. So I'm going to push myself and definitely nerve wracking because I'm going to be walking by myself. I don't know like how do adults make friends with each other. I have no idea. I'm really nervous, but I'm so excited. I will give you guys a recap next week on how it goes, but I'm really excited that I'm going to go and I'm really excited that my goal is to just meet everyone that I can, even though I might just look weird and alone. Who cares? Like who cares? Who cares? Literally no one's noticing. Do what you want to do. Push yourself if it makes you happy and if your future self is going to thank you for it, do it. As I said, it is a Monday night. I'm currently sitting here with my kitty trying to get into the door, my little fat kitty. 
And I'm drinking a beer because gorgeous, gorgeous girls drink beer. Definitely messed it up with me saying that, but we're just, we're not going to re-say it. We're going to keep it in because that's realistic. Um, I'm drinking my Modelo. It's not my favorite, but she'll have to do. That's all Trader Joe's had. Okay, now on my fashion favorites of the week. I got a Skims dress dupe from Revolve, and I am obsessed with it. It was literally 70 bucks, way cheaper than the Skims one, I believe, in stock in like all the sizes. It comes in black and white, and it fits insane. I put it on, and I felt like a curvy goddess that just fell down from heaven. Like my ass was like a whole cake just following me as I walked. It is the most flattering dress and the material is so comfy and super thick so you can go braless because the back is a little bit open it's amazing I like wasn't sure if I was gonna like it when I got it and then I put it on and I was like oh ho, ho, baby people are gonna fall in love with me if I start wearing this every single day it's dangerous but you guys need to get it that's the moral of the story is I have it linked to my revolve favorites you'll thank me later the Skims one always sold out every time I look and the Skims one also is like insanely long and for us short girlies here, the Revolve one is the way to go. Another fashion favorite that I've worn every single day is my another Skims dupe. It's from Target and it is my robe. I feature on my TikTok all the time. It is the best thing ever. It's super soft and you just look so chic and put together. Like I put it on and I'm like, wow. I am that girl. Like, you know you're that girl when you put that robe on. And really cheap. I think it was like 30 bucks or something. It's amazing. Super comfy. Highly recommend. I'm a hoe for Target. And that is one of my top Target finds right there is that robe. All right. And my goal for this week that I'm looking forward to doing is waking up early. As I said before, I don't love to wake up early. My cat, Frankie, she loves to wake up let me tell you as soon as the sun is up her ass is up 6 a.m she's ready to roll she's hungry i've kind of pushed her back so now we wake up around 7 30 and a girl is ready to eat she will literally sit and paw at my face until i get up and feed her you guys i'll grab my phone i'll go to look at something or like turn my alarm off or something and she takes her head and she just hits my phone with her head or she'll take her head and like burrow it under my body so i like get up she likes to wake up early and she does not like that I sleep in. Besides the point, I would love to start waking up at 7.30 again. I used to be in such a good routine of that and I kind of fell off of it and got in the habit of sleeping in later. So that is my goal this week is to start training myself to wake up a little bit early. This morning I woke up at 7.45. That was good for me. Definitely was a little bit painful because I normally wake up at 8.30. But we're making that effort. We're putting in the work and I'm really excited just to have that extra time to kind of have a slower morning instead of waking up and just feeling like the whole day is kind of already gone. Because usually I wake up and I like to have my full like coffee and my stretches and my meditation. I want to start my French again. I used to be so good at doing French in the morning and I haven't done it in two months. And my Duolingo little owl is getting pissed off at me because I have not done it. Anywho, side tangent, I'm really looking forward to waking up early and kind of setting a new routine for my morning a little bit earlier. All right, now let's get into the main episode. We're going to be talking about my wellness journey and how I got to where I'm at right now. Trigger warning, I will be talking about some eating disorder issues, relationship with food, some topics along that subject. So just a fair warning, if you are hesitant about that, you can fast forward. 
All right, so growing up, I was an athlete. Well, not really an athlete when it comes to balls and sports, but I was an athlete when it comes to cheer. I did cheer, I did dance, I did all that jazz, and I loved it. For dance, I did dance up until eighth grade, and then I switched over to cheerleading. Through cheerleading, I did that from sophomore year to junior year. I did not do it, no. I did eighth grade until junior year. And then I did dance up until freshman year of high school. So basically, I was always moving. And once I got into high school and I started getting on the varsity team, I started to get more competitive. And I was in the gym literally every single day. Because we'd have practice Monday through Thursday, games on Fridays, Saturday morning practice. And then I would go to the gymnastics gym to practice with some of teammates on Sunday. So I was literally nonstop working out. My legs were huge. I had abs. I was so fit and I was constantly just so focused on cheer and so focused on getting better that I was working out and that was my relief like stress reliever that was where I would go to let it all out it was just my place where I would just put my energy into and it was something that I would always just strive to be better at for cheer I started at a smaller town school freshman year so when I moved to my bigger school everyone is so much further ahead of me and I remember thinking like oh shit like I need to step it up So I started pushing harder and practicing more so I can get to closer of the level that these girls were on since I did come from a school that was much smaller and not as advanced as my school I ended with. So that kind of pushed me to start working out and that kind of developed into my relationship with my body and how it looked because I get really hyper-focused on my body because I was the flyer. I was the girl they threw up in the air. There would always be talk on like what flyer is the lightest, who holds their weight the best, like all this kind of stuff that as a 16-year-old really gets into your head and I would always kind of compare myself or like not being like the skinniest spire or whatever. I would get into my head and at that point I also wanted to be vegan. My parents were very against it because I was working as an athlete. They're not vegan. It just did not make sense in the family dynamic for me to be vegan. But I would always say like food snob. Like I'd always want to go and get all sables and like I wouldn't want to eat dessert and all that stuff because in my head I was like I have to look like all these girls on Instagram at 16 even though I was a full-time athlete. That kind of started my kind of bad relationship with food as a younger child. After I quit cheerleading senior year I was tiny. I was 80 pounds. I did not have a good relationship with food. I did not have self-love for myself. I was really going through it. I would eat an apple literally an apple a day and I was 85 pounds you guys it was a really low point in my life because at the time I did not realize that I was like no in my head like I'm just trying to be skinny I'm just trying to like be like the Instagram models I see and just trying to practice what they're doing and I see them eating this I remember I would look up what Alexis Wren would eat and I would look up her waist measurements and I would compare myself to her I would compare my what I ate I would look up the Victoria's Secret diet and what they ate and their workouts and I would try to be just like them because I was in a constant comparison self and kind of push myself down this negative wellness journey. It was not positive. Like, yes, I was eating fruits and vegetables, but that's all I was eating. I wasn't eating anything of substance and I wasn't treating my body with the care that I should be. So flash forward to freshman year of college. I was really going through it, you guys. My depression was at an all-time high and I was kind of in this weird spot because... I had been out of cheer for about a year now. I was trying to find a workout that worked for me since I was senior year. I was still doing like my cheer workouts that I remembered. I was running, 
But then I go to Eugene, which is where I went to school my first year, and walked into the gym. And I'd never been to, like, a big girl gym before. And I had no idea what to do. So immediately I just would do, I started, like, lifting weights. I would do the stair stepper. I would do some cardio. For a while I would start off doing cardio, but it was mostly just weights. So my body turned into what used to be really skinny and tiny senior year to very muscular, very thick. I'm pretty petite, so I hold more of my weight in my stomach and in my butt. And I remember looking in the mirror and I was still in a pretty low, low confidence with myself. And I remember feeling so shitty that put me on the opposite end of my relationship with food. I would binge eat and I would just do bad things to my body because I didn't feel pretty. I didn't feel confident. I didn't feel worthy. It was definitely a struggle and it was definitely something that at the time I also became vegan since I was living on my own. So I was eating what I thought was healthy because I wasn't doing vegan in the right way. I was doing vegan in the way that I thought was cool and the way that I saw on social media, but I was not being an educated vegan. Also turns out I'm allergic to gluten and soy, which definitely did not help my case, but I was constantly bloated, constantly binge eating because I was never full and constantly having this like self-doubt of like, I'm not pretty. Why don't I look like this girl? This guy doesn't like me because I look like this. Like, I used to look so skinny and now I'm so big. Just this constant battle I would have in my head every time I would go to eat. I remember I would get so embarrassed to, like, eat a snack. Like, for what? Like, why? I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I would, but it would get in my head. And it was such a negative mindset. But in my eyes, I thought I was just wellness. I thought I was healthy. I thought my acai bowls and my wraps that were just literally the most unhealthy thing, but they looked healthy and they looked like what I saw on social media. I thought that that was wellness. I thought that was healthy. I thought that my mindset was what everyone felt. And I definitely got into like a dark space and it took me a while. Like I came home from school. So I decided to transfer. It took a while. Like I am, I'm going to be 22 this year and I'm just now at the point where I love my body and I love myself and I have that confidence within me and I am on the right track of really finding out what wellness actually is and what the good track of wellness is. So when I got home from my freshman year, I saw my body. I hated the way I looked. It was horrible. Like I look back on pictures of myself and I feel her sadness and I feel her pain and it makes me really sad to like look at this version of myself. Like this is a girl who would seek validation from others to feel beautiful because she did not feel be- beautiful in herself. This is a girl that would try every Instagram workout she would see and hopes that something would work. This is a girl that tried food combining because she thought it would work. <laughs> and if I could look back on myself, if I could go back to myself and have this conversation with her, I think I would tell her that this is not defined by what Instagram food you're eating to match everyone else. Wellness is not defined by a certain number on the scale. Wellness is not defined by having... I was in such a frantic state that I was obsessed with the idea of wellness. Like I would wake up at 6 a.m. and I would freak out because I didn't work out that day or I would feel shitty about myself if I didn't work out. I would go to wake up at 6 a.m. before high school classes and then I would go to work and I was just so mentally exhausted. But in my head, I felt like a failure if I didn't do it and I felt like I was fat if I did not do a workout that day. Like it was to the point where I was <laughs> drinking alcohol. Like just if I would go out and drink, like it would be just vodka. Like I would, homegirl was taking straight shots because she didn't want to drink any other drink because she was in fear that like calories and that would make her fat. 
that is so disheartening and such a sad way to live. And at the time, like I thought that that was normal. I thought it was okay. And it wasn't until I took a step back and reflected on my mental health and reflected on how I am that I actually saw a change in a positive way. So for me, that was for COVID. COVID, that break was honestly very good for me because I was literally school, work, working out. That was my routine. And I was so drained in such a negative headspace. I needed that break in time to really reflect on who I am, what I value, and why like I love myself and building that relationship. Because at the end of the day, like you only have yourself. You can rely on so many people, but at the end of the day, when you close your eyes, it's just you and your thoughts. I think that was a very crucial step in me getting on my correct wellness journey is taking a break, taking a break from working out. I started eating meat again. I started with sushi and then I started eating other foods and I kind of broadened my taste to where I wasn't eating the same three things every day and I noticed a significant difference, which is eating proper nutrition. My mood is elevated. I wasn't feeling sick all the time. I was feeling more energetic and working out, taking that step back from the idea of working out for your health versus working out for a dramatic change in your body. Whereas I was working out for this dramatic change and when you work out for that, yes, it's good. Like some people do do it for weight loss or whatever. It's always an unachievable goal. Like you work out to look like a certain image, but you're never going to reach that image because that image is always going to change. The more you go, the more you're going to want. And that was how I got into my head. So taking that step away from working out and starting to focus on my nutrition and these small things such as journaling, focusing on my anxiety, focusing on what other issues do I have in my life that I need to focus on that's not the way I look and that's not working out. So that's where I know I talked a lot about food and wellness is just not about food. And that's where I'm going to tie this into. Wellness is so much more than what you eat in your workout routine. Wellness is how you treat your mental state. It is how you treat your body, how you treat yourself. It is the way you treat your things. Like I think wellness for me, like wellness is keeping my like my room and like all my items is taking care of them. It is keeping everything to the highest treatment that it should and that it deserves. And I think that when I was had this eating disorder and this horrible relationship with my body and with working out, Taking that step back and focusing on these other elements of wellness brought me to where I am today and it definitely was a full circle moment that I needed. So I didn't work out for like literally six months, you guys. I still am very slow into getting back into it. Once I stopped, it has been hard to get back into it. I will admit that. But I am at a happy, happy point with my body that I don't make myself feel shitty for it. And I love that I'm here. Like if my 16 year old self heard me talking about this right now, I think she would cry. Like she would not believe it. She would say that I'm crazy. (laughs) This journey has kind of brought me to my next topic is how I created the most fulfilling life for myself. And for me, the most fulfilling when I define that, it means like how I found the love for myself and to put myself on the right wellness path that I feel fulfilled that I am going in the right direction and that little things do not upset me as much as they used to and that I have built resilience I think a fulfilled life is a life full of happiness so that this isn't going to be how to get your dream job or how to get a million dollars this is literally how to check in with yourself 
and fulfill yourself and fulfill your mental well-being. First thing, the one that I started while I took a break and kind of was reflecting on my feelings was journaling. I think journaling is a big thing. Just putting out your thoughts into the world makes a total difference. I have preached about this time and time before. Writing down, even if just three things that you're grateful for, three things that you love about your body, three things that you love about your personality, three things that you appreciate in your life. Writing those down as simple as it is, or just reflecting your day at the end of the night, like a dear diary moment, those are good. Like we need those. You check in with your feelings, you check in with yourself, have a little heart to heart with you and your mind. It is much needed. And once you get into the habit of it, you don't have to do it every day. Sometimes a little once a week thing is nice. Or just maybe when you're feeling anxious, it's relaxing and it's calming and it puts you in check. I think another thing that did help me was also unfollowing people who bring you down. Social media is a huge, huge influence in how we think, how we behave, how we react, and how we view ourselves. So if you're following an account that is making you feel shitty and it's making you question your well-being or your worth, unfollow them. And I only follow people who bring me up or who inspire me, who make me happy, who I look forward to seeing their posts. And so I literally had a day where I went through and I unfollowed everyone that would kind of make me self-doubt myself and got rid of them, had clear starts for a straight positive wellness path. If it brought me down, nope, hit the road, folks. I don't need to be seeing your posts every day. And that's okay. You shouldn't feel bad if you're doing something for you. And I think that comes along with the acceptance of also knowing the reality of what you do is what makes you you. Trying to be like the girl you see on Instagram, that's not you. Like that's just you trying to be someone you're not. And I also think that as I had my experience of veganism and trying these Victoria's Secret workouts and all this stuff, different things work for different people. And I think oftentimes we hold ourselves. So now I'm at the point in my life where I am okay with if what I'm doing doesn't match up to what everyone on social media is doing, I've gotten to the point where I'm okay with that. If it works for me, it works for me. Like for me, like I'm not a 6 a.m., 5 a.m. workout person. And I would try so hard to be that kind of girl that it's just not what works best for my body. I personally like to work out in the evening. That's where I feel like I get the best workout. That's where I have the high energy and I feel the best after. I'm okay with that. Like I used to be so hard myself because it wasn't matching up with what I saw on social media and I would feel unproductive. If I didn't wake up right when I worked out, it's okay. If it works for you, it works for you. And I think that's the best form of acceptance and form of fulfilling your life is doing what's best for you and not caring what other people think. You will feel so amazing and so fulfilled on top of the world if you are honestly in your own bubble. That's literally how to say it frankly. Be in your bubble. Don't look at other people. You're like a horse on a rain track. Horse on a racetrack. You have blinders on. You cannot see them. You're focused on what's in front of you and you're focused on the stride that works best for you. You shouldn't be looking at other people and comparing yourself because they're not you. They're not your body. They don't know what works best for you. And that was a big crucial step in working towards a healthy and positive wellness journey was the understanding of I am me and I can only do what's best for me. I can't do what's best for someone else because that's not best for me. Maybe some things are good for me that they're doing, but not everything. And that's okay. Another thing that I have to preach on getting to my healthy wellness path is self-love. And I think taking time away from other people and away from other distractions that 
take me away from building that relationship with myself was important for my growth. I used to want to get a boyfriend. I would think every guy was my boyfriend. I would so badly want a relationship or I'd so badly want to like rely on other people in a way. I'd want to be like literally do everything for them. I was taking time away from myself. Don't get me wrong, you can have self-love and still have a boyfriend, but if you're single, I'm going to say this to you. You're practicing self-love and being single is not a bad thing. Being single was necessary for me in my wellness journey because I am pretty damn independent. I don't rely on anyone. I am self-sufficient, financially independent. I feel like a boss bitch and having that independence and that detachment from other people and just like knowledge of myself and what I am capable to do. And I built this self-love and this reliance on myself because I know that I'm the only one I have at the end of the day and I feel powerful having that relationship with myself. You can have that with a boy too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying if you're dating someone that you're screwed, but just like that's what personally the decision I chose to make was to not pursue any relationships until I know that I love myself before I can love other people because I knew that I didn't want to take that away from me. Like if I put all my love and effort into someone else, I knew that I didn't have that much left to give and I already didn't like myself that much. So taking that time to really focus on me and learn to love me, learn to love my body, learn to feel confident, being okay with being alone, that's a big thing. I think wellness is really, it's really important to be alone. Like you feel so healed and so at peace once you're comfortable with being by yourself. And that leads me into my next thing is getting out of your comfort zone. For a while, when I was in my negative headspace, I was so scared of being alone and I would always want to be with people and I always want to be doing something and I was always wanting to be doing like what I thought was cool, which is great, but I was afraid of being alone. And so being alone and spending time like going to eat by myself and like for me going to this Revolve event, I'm still nervous about that, but I'm going to push myself and get out of my comfort zone and know that I'm damn okay being alone. There's nothing weird about doing things alone. Nothing at all. No one is looking at you. No one cares. Everyone is so self-focused into what they're doing that they're not looking at you. It's all in our heads. And once I came to that realization, I realized how fucking powerful it is to not give a fuck. And oh, you guys, get out of your comfort zone. If there is something that you are afraid of or that makes you nervous, push yourself. Do it. Something even as small as getting your foot into the door of what makes you nervous you will feel so powerful and so accomplished and just like fulfilled. Like you will literally have this amount of joy coming in after your adrenaline calms down. You'll feel so strong after and I highly encourage you in order to have a fulfilled life that is doing things that get you out of your comfort zone mentally. Last thing is if you're going on your wellness journey, it does take time. I started my wellness journey negatively, but (laughs) at 16, Now I'm 22 and I am just now figuring out what works for me in the healthiest and most positive way. And I am so proud. I think wellness comes from within. Wellness is your mindset, is how you live. It is how you treat others. Having a fulfilled life starts with your mind. And I think that's connected with wellness. Good wellness equals good fulfillment. That's how I believe it. Once I've been in a good mental state and good relationship with my body and good routine and developed this mindset of a more optimistic outlook in the way I treat others and what I do and what I look forward to, maybe it comes with age, not quite sure, but 
I just feel more fulfilled and I feel so much happier and like on a whole different level. Like my younger self would be so proud of me listening to this episode that I'm preaching about this coming from such a dark place and being here now. It's amazing and I highly encourage if you are in that place to like do these little steps and it will take time. It's not going to happen immediately, but you're going to feel amazing in the end. I promise. All right, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I know a little deep, a little sad at some points. Really, this is a topic that really means the world to me. I think about it every day. I just want everyone to know that if they need something, I am always here for you. You guys can always DM me and do the little things that make you feel fulfilled. Fulfill your mind, fulfill your body. Treat yourself like the freaking badass bitch you are. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful day. Make sure to leave a rate and review and be sure to follow my socials. And I'm going to have that dress listed down below for you guys. Don't you worry. Mwah.